0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast, where I bring you the best and brightest from the world of business, marketing, and personal growth and fun family stuff to help you harness your inner tenacity and drive your career forward. Folks, I have a very, very special show today, and I'm joined by my co-host, Nina Posner, and my guest today, Jeremy and Rasta Smith, are a daddy-daughter podcasting duo with a pretty cool origin story. I know we usually save origin stories for superheroes, but I think we'll have a good one here today. And when their usual Jewish sleepaway summer camp got nixed this summer due to COVID, journalist Jeremy Smith, who's been featured in NPR, CNN, The Today Show, New York Times, and The Atlantic and more, and his nine, no, you're 10 now, right?
2: Yes, I just turned
0: 10. 10-year-old daughter, Rasa, began the podcast, You Must Know Everything, to share everything the other one needed to know to get through life and learn more about each other in the process. And Jeremy has been pleasantly surprised to learn just as much, if not more, from his daughter as she does from him. In this refreshing format, the conversation flips the parent-child relationship on its head. And that's what we're going to do today. And if you guys check out the show, it's awesome. They always read and discuss a poem together and answer really vexing questions like, what makes shadows? Who invented pencils? Which is something I didn't know. And why do people get wrinkles? I think we get wrinkles from you guys, right? Stress wrinkles, (laughs) something like that. Um, And a favorable one, how many... People fit a socially distanced six feet apart in the state of Montana. Do you know the answer offhand? Hmm. It's
2: 113
0: billion. That's that's
2: yeah. <laughs> that's the answer
0: there. <laughs> and Ross and Jeremy say that they will continue making episodes until either they both know everything, which I don't think will ever happen, <laughs> or till the end of the pandemic, whichever comes first. So let's jump in here. You must know everything is a show that you guys must check out. It's awesome. We're gonna try to do some fun stuff today. Let's just jump right in and we'd see if we could flip. The podcast on its head with this very special episode. Rasa and Jeremy Smith, welcome to the podcast.
2: Thank you. Thanks
0: so much. This is this is awesome. And again, I'm joined here with my daughter Nina. She's my Hi. co-host, my co-pilot for this show <laughs> and everything that we do. So let's get started. Jeremy, I know I gave a pretty <laughs> thorough explanation there, but I'd love to hear a little bit more. How did this show really start? Where did it come from? What was that kernel?
1: Well, Rasa, do you want to take this answer? You're always better at answering than I am. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, when I was a baby, my dad said, there's so many things I want you to know. There's so many good, important things that are essential to know in life. But And so he started writing them down. He wrote and wrote. And so And so he had a lot of things that he wanted to tell me. But obviously, I was a baby. He <laughs> couldn't really tell me them yet. I wouldn't understand. And when the pandemic hit, he realized two things. One, I was o- no, he realized three things. One, I was old enough to know them. Two, I had things I wanted to share with him too. And three, why not sh- share them with other people too so they can know.
0: That's awesome. And Jeremy, <laughs> was this your was this your first podcast or have you had podcasts beforehand?
1: You know, I am a journalist and author by trade. And my last book was The True Story of a Female Hacker and Her Adventures. And that had a spinoff podcast about a whole bunch of real life, diverse hackers for good. And so that's how I got my podcasting chops, if you will. So this is my second podcast after The Hacker Next Door. So, Ross and Jeremy, let's talk about that first show that you did. Did you
0: have like a structure or an idea? Like what was kind of that pregame before you went into that first episode?
2: Well, we didn't really know. We kind of just tried it out, pressed the record button, tried a couple things, said, No, I don't think I like doing it like that. And so then we did it again until we found a format we liked. And and slowly we slowly but surely it became regular and now it's the thing we have today.
1: But I think even from the beginning we had that pretty tight 10 minute format where one of us shares a theory or lesson we read and discuss a poem and then we answer a vexing question from either the other person or a listener submits it via our website and try to get all that in and out in 10 minutes.
0: I love it. And that's hard for me. I'm very verbose. I mean, Jeremy, you and I connected offline. I told you my story. It's hard for me to keep any show under 25, 30 minutes. So we're going to have a little bit longer conversation here. So feel free to use my episode, Jeremy and Rasa, to share and open up. You guys are my guests today. So one of the really cool things I love, I love the, the, the daddy-daughter engagement. I mean, she's, she's my oldest. Do you, have any, do you have any brothers or sisters?
2: Nope. Oh,
0: that's 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 pretty cool. So this is like an extra, extra special bonding time. And Nina has a two and a half year old brother named Oliver. And I think in a few years, yeah, I think in a few years he's gonna look back and be like, why don't I have a show with you, (laughs) Daddy? We'll we'll do something special with him. So one of the cool things, Rasa, that your dad and I talked about beforehand, we thought it'd be pretty cool to turn the microphone over to you and Nina and let you guys ask each other some questions. Actually, Nina has some questions to you. So it would be okay if Nina asked you some questions.
2: But of course.
3: Okay. So, at first, were you nervous to go on a podcast
2: with your dad? Well, I don't think I was because while my pod, while the podcast with it is with a lot of people are listening to it, and I do know that, but for me, it kind of just feels like I'm having a conversation with him. Yeah, you I just felt like, comfortable with it. Yeah,
3: you were into it. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, what do you love about podcasting with your dad? Well,
2: I definitely love how I definitely love how I I can just podcast with him, and then every once in a while I can just press the pause button and go and do a handstand, and he tolerates it. He said, "Okay, you can do that." <laughs> okay, nice. What is your
3: wait? Uh, what is your favorite thing you learned? From this, show,
2: from your dad on the show. Hmm. Wow. That's tough. I like the story that he did in one of the first episodes, where he and my mom, before they got married, and on their first date, ended up sliding down a mountain on their butts. <laughs> <laughs> that's very interesting. I would like to see that.
0: So, so the show the show started out of the pandemic. Um, Jeremy, do you think, and we'll get back to your question, in a minute. do you think that you guys even
1: would have done a show if it wasn't for this? I think it created a an opportunity that we wouldn't have necessarily seized otherwise. Mm-hmm. you know, it's not just that she was a kid before and super busy. It was, you know, I was busy too. We were all out and about. And yeah. once she wasn't a baby, even though she was old enough for me to, Share my theories and lessons with her. She had soccer practice. She had after school stuff. So,
2: yeah, and I had school itself, which exactly. I didn't have during the pandemic.
0: Are you, are you, are you, are you, you have school from home or are you back in school yet?
2: Well, it's a kind of a combo. We're doing a hybrid model. So, we're doing school, two, we're in school two days a week, and then the five days, and then five days a week, we're, we just do a bunch of homework.
0: Yeah, Nina Nina's something like that. And Nina, something, what questions yeah. do you want to ask Rasa about the pandemic?
2: What is your least favorite thing about the pandemic? Well, I think it's probably social distancing. Because yeah. social distancing, it's so annoying. I just want to be with, it's, it makes it a lot. And while Zoom is really fun, sometimes it, it makes it a lot. It's just not the same as being in person, you know?
3: Yeah, you, you just want
2: to see your friends. Yeah, I, sometimes I just want to be able to. You can't exactly play hopscotch or do <laughs> or compete in a headstand contest on Zoom. It's yeah, makes it makes yeah. it makes a little
0: bit t- difficult. And I was talking to your dad. You know, we were talking earlier about about we call these things called silver linings. That's when something good comes out of something bad. And Rasa, what is something really good? I mean, aside from this podcast, that's come out of the pandemic.
2: Well. Another thing that's really good is that before we didn't have these, but now we have family game nights where my aunt and my grandparents and my cousin and, and us, we all have, we all play. It's a game night where we all meet on zoom and then play some kind of game or just talk and have fun. That sounds fun. Yeah, I'm it great. is. And we oh, didn't, do that before, so now I get to see my relatives a lot more often than I used to. What kinds of games do you usually play? Like board games or like anything else? (laughs) Well, sometimes we play virtual games. Like once for Hanukkah, we played a virtual spin the dreidel game where I shared my screen and then these Everyone was assigned a team one or team two. And there's four teams and there's four different households. And that would be fun. Yes. It
0: was really fun. So we've we've had to be innovative and create new ways um, to stay connected. Now, Jeremy, I want to go back for a little bit before the show started. And I'm really interested in this list that you were creating. What were some of those first things that you jotted down that you wanted your daughter to know before she was even old enough to understand everything?
1: Well, I think you have those dad moments where you're like, oh, I have all this wisdom And I must impart it to this, you know, Oliver, like mewling crazy ball, uh, your little brother there, Nina, right? So you just realize, oh, uh, I have watched so much to share this with you, but (laughs) you're not ready for it. And it's funny, you kind of get most profound in your late night walks, trying to soothe a a crying baby. But I think, you know, like the one Rasa mentioned about that first date that I had with my wife her mom um you know that was a disaster because we did end up getting stranded on the wrong side of a mountain in winter at dusk and had to end up sliding down on our butts as she said and i thought it might blow up but at the same time it was a bonding experience it was one of those things where you'll either be much closer right after that or you'll never talk to each other again and i had the theory after that, that, Oh, it's good to have a disaster as early as possible in a relationship. The <laughs> <laughs> but super close or, you know, okay. uh, You know, I've seen the real you. I don't think we should hang out together. <clears throat> so that was, you know, one of many, many examples. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we, we do two shows a week and we're in our mid seventies show number wise. So that means I've, I've given her over 30 theories or lessons and, that's the cool part. The cool part again. You know, this is the opportunity that I think the pandemic really rose. Maybe I would have given her those lessons, but the realizing she has just as much to teach me. Yes. And I can flip that and learn from her instead of doing homeschooling where I'm the teacher. We can do homeschooling where she's the teacher. It was. Well, that's incredible. that's that's incredible too. And
2: as he made slime.
0: Oh, Nina loves slime. Yeah.
2: And no, I. You know. which
0: is, one of the cool things about slime is i mean at first i was like you know this is just gonna make a mess all over the kitchen and this is terrible but then i started to get into it and i started to really like get into like we could put the textures in it we could put the colors and figuring out the right ratio of activator to glue and everything and i i love making slime it's one of my favorite things to do and that's what's kind of cool about this pandemic Jeremy. to your point like we wouldn't yeah. have this time together with our kids. We would be out and about. We'd be focused on work, traveling. We wouldn't be home as much. And that's one of the things that really brought us together. Jeremy, what what are a couple of those things that you learned about your daughter that really opened up your eyes to not just something she was describing, but the, the way she was and really understanding her intellect and seeing that, you know what? The genetics are real and the apple really didn't far, fall too far mm-hmm. from the tree.
1: Well, I'd say some of the things are ones that, it's easier for me when she's into reading or writing or, you know, even getting out in sports, those are interests I share and maybe talents I share and other things that I'm interested in, but don't consider my core interest or talent are more like aesthetics and design and color and that kind of crafty creation, like crafting. And she's way into that and doing it together, having her explain it to me, more slowly, directly, where I'm not doing something else, saying, oh, yeah, 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 uh, and doing something together, whether it's making slime, or her telling me how colors can control your emotions, or her teaching me how to make an elaborate note. I know that sounds just like words on paper, but she had this whole construction that Mm -hmm. was really cool. Mm -hmm. Or we had an episode on forts, and it was kind of like slime. Before I thought of forts as this kind of semi-annoying thing kids do that takes all the (laughs) couches apart and ruins the house and makes a giant mess. And then I've got to put it away. But she really brought me back to remembering when I was a kid, how fun it was to make forts. And even it ended up having, we decided to make a fort embassy where if you invite the parent into that part of the fort, interesting.
0: They can,
1: they can kind of get it and feel comfortable in it. So that's right. sort of- Right, so there's
0: Fort Amnesty. There's a Fort Amnesty program going uh, on. Uh,
1: uh, embassy, not amnesty, but yes. Uh, yeah. Embassy led to the amnesty. So um, yes. I think those are a few examples or even, you know, she, she turned me around on fidgeting. I thought it was kind of rude, but she said, no, it gets your energy out. It keeps you engaged in a good way. It makes you a better listener. And if you're on Zoom all day, you better learn to fidget really well so you can stay focused. <laughs>
0: <laughs> have have you seen these things called the fidget boxes? Nina, do you want to tell me what a, do you, do you know what a fidget box is?
2: Yes, I have one. Me too. And Nina, wow, what's. Wait, what, what? I got one for dad for his birthday and then I stole it back and I use it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so at first I didn't understand what this fidget box was. I thought it was just a bunch of junk there. And then Nina, what happened? You explained to me why it's important, right? Uh,
3: yeah. It's good for like zooms. Like it's good for if you have anxiety or anything like that. Yeah. And then you popped one.
0: I popped a, <laughs> an anxiety ball. I think I just said, because when I squeezed it, it kind of looked like the coronavirus coming through on it. And then I squeezed it too hard and it broke. So one of the cool things you guys do also is you explain a, a poem, or you read a poem to each other and you talk about what it means and everything. What was it, Rasa, was there, was there one, like, how do you, how do you go about choosing the poem? Do you have a process?
2: Well, that has a lot of poetry books. <laughs> and so there's just a couple ones and I just pick through them and I say, oh, that's a cool name. I read it and I say, hey, I like that. I think Mm -hmm. I'll choose this one for the podcast.
0: I like it. And I think you inspired me to do that because I want to start doing that with with my younger son and I want to read some more poems with her because honestly, I used to read a lot and I have kind of tailed off on reading and there's some some books when I read with her and her brother that resonate and bring up back a lot of memories that I want to start doing more. Like
3: before you bring Ollie to sleep, You read them a book.
0: Yeah, and we found some old ones that we really like.
3: Yeah.
0: Which is cool. So Nina is going to try something. Nina is going to explain something to me. And the practice one that we did, which was really interesting, was, you know, we talk, Nina does TikToks. I don't know if you're a big TikToker. Do you mess with TikTok at all?
2: No, but it sounds fun.
0: It is fun. But one of the cool things, I thought it was just a game. I thought it was just one of those silly, you know, you know, games that she plays on her iPad, but then I started to watch her edit the videos and how intricate and how detailed they got, mm-hmm. and we started to discuss designing, and she walked me through how to do it, and it really changed my perspective on it wasn't just a game, and I think that's what's really important for our parents, because, right, Jeremy, sometimes I feel like, like when do we grow up so fast? Why, when do we become the old men, you know, in the room, and it really helps connect me to, you know, what the kids are doing these days, because we didn't have it, we were lucky. I had a Game Boy with Tetris. I mean, that was the biggest, the greatest technology I had. So, mm-hmm. Nina is going to explain something to me today. Nina, what are you going to explain to me that I see you doing, but I really don't know about, much about it, and why is it important?
3: So, like in before before we went on this, I was playing this game called Roblox, and I want you got me the Robux and all that stuff. And well,
0: so, why don't we explain what Roblox yeah. is? For anybody to so there's to a
3: game called Roblox. So it's a game where you could build stuff and help people find what they like and help and like put choose things that you like. Like let's say that
0: And it's on the iPad, like a virtual world multiplayer kind of game.
3: Yeah. Like let's say that you like to do like parkour. You could like join games called like like, like games called, like, The Tower. You could play, like, they're, like, obvious that you could play if you like stuff like that.
0: So it's, like, worlds within worlds, like a virtual kind of world yeah. game. Whoa.
3: And let's say you like animals. You could join a game called Adopt Me. You could adopt animals or kids.
0: So when I first saw her playing this game, I was like, this is just another silly game. But explain to me. You know, aside from just giving you entertainment and, you know, in between doing your schoolwork and when you want to have a break, why is the game important? What do you learn from it?
3: You learn how to build and create stuff. And let's say that you want to learn how to make something. You could learn how to make a game or like code.
0: So the game teaches you coding within the game?
3: Yes, you learn how to code to use things in the game.
0: Like, what do you mean? So you could, like, program the characters to move yeah. in directions?
3: Yeah, like, I program my character to dance. You could do, like, Slash E Dance 3. You could type mm. it, Slash E Dance 3, in the chat. Then it'll make you do, like, some dance.
0: So it's not just, like, a silly game. So you're actually learning something. From yes. It. That's pretty cool. Now, one of the other cool things is, is, like, I always hear her talking to her friends during this game. And I said, you know what, that's silly. Can't you just do something else? But, like, didn't you explain to me, because you can't see them all the time, that this is you guys, this is how you play?
3: Yeah, like, let's say that since now we have that pandemic, we can't always have play dates or anything. So text is able. Like, let's say with your friend you play you play. Do you play on your iPad together, but like in a play date, but then on call you could play together on a game that you might play when you're together, not in the pandemic.
0: Cool. So this is things I don't know, right? Like sometimes you look at what our kids are doing and we may just kind of glance them over, but really having a true understanding of, of, of what they do. Jeremy, was there something that she explained to you that like blew your mind?
1: Wow. She had this Good job. lesson about how all of us are puzzle pieces and that sometimes we feel really big, like we're so great, or sometimes we feel really small, I'm not enough. But if our size changes, we won't fit with everybody else. And that we're part of this much bigger picture, which is everyone and everything. And if we think we have to be the whole world, we're just not understanding our role. We're pieces in this puzzle where we're all connected. And in some ways, it's a simple metaphor. But, you know, when your nine going on 10-year-old daughter is telling you this unprompted, total surprise. I didn't know what she was going to say at all. It was pretty mind-blowing to me. I was really moved and I just felt connected like our two pieces in the puzzle were clicking together (laughs) and I felt connection with everyone else. Another activity we did is she just showed me how to make things pretty. She has this aesthetic sense and we just grabbed (laughs) random objects from my office and she told me a different way to sort of arrange them and I started folding it and I just, I got really into it. It was almost like playing dolls, but with my office supplies <laughs>
3: and like,
1: it, we've, we've kept it that way since then, or I have, and it's just, it's nice. I look at it and both. It's just more pleasing. These things that were just kind of scattered around, but also, of course I remember that who taught it to me and how, and that makes it more meaningful.
0: I love it. And it's deepening that, that father and daughter connection. Now, when you guys are offline, do you ever kind of keep up the, the routine and what's going on with the show? Do you ever Rasa just like, kind of do like, Oh hey dad, there's something else I want to talk to you about. Yes. Or do you save it yeah. for the show?
2: Definitely. De- definitely sometimes I'll mm. be like, or some, I'll be like, how does that work? Or you know, I've had this theory. And then I'll do it, dad, and dad will look at me and say, We should be recording this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just, just, just save it. Just save it for the show there. And and Rasa, has has there been like any really good advice that you've learned from your dad from doing this show?
2: Definitely, there's been a, definitely there's been a lot of good advice. One thing that dad, one thing that it wasn't advice so much as like a trick, but it's like really useful. Is dad did a thing about how if you get Like 10%, if you, a 10% thing where if you were going to do like, his example was if he had, he wanted to do 10 really good pages of writing, 10 perfect pages of writing, but he didn't have time, then instead he could do like eight pretty good pages and he'd have saved so much time and still had and he saved a lot of, and he saved plenty of time, but still had eight pretty good pages. And I've used that with my homework sometimes. Awesome. Yeah. And wow. it works. Well just to,
1: to, to fill it in, it's sort of using that old expression, the last 10% of a project is half the work. You know that one, of course. And it's true. And for years that I labored under that and I just knew, gosh, I'm 90% done, but... I've only, I still got half the time left just to finish the job. After I had Rasa, it flipped. As a parent, you're always kind of life hacking to balance your your life. And I realized, okay, if that's true, the other side is true. That means I can get 90% of the outcome with just half the work. I love (laughs) it. I shared that with Rasa and, you know, we realized, yeah, if you, you kind of don't have to go a hundred percent all the time and you'll still get a lot done rather than being hard on yourself or pushing harder than you can.
0: Yeah, perfection. Perfection is an unattainable goal. But one of, one of the things that really stood out to me about the show, even before you and I had our first conversation, Jeremy, and it kind of got in my head thinking that I think a lot of parents, especially fathers, sometimes have I, I wouldn't say a problem, but maybe they have challenges connecting with their children or finding ways to relate because it's not second nature. And you know, there you could read all the books in the world about parenting, but until you actually are a father and do it, that's when you really learn. And I think your show that you guys created together really sets an amazing example um, and a starting point for a lot of fathers and even mothers too, to find some inspiration about how to really connect with their kids and listen to your show and see how you guys engage with each other and have those thought starters. Have you ever thought of doing like, or maybe you are doing this kind of an extension, like a blog or some kind of website that has thought starters for daddies and daughters and sons?
2: No, though that is a really good idea. We do have a website, but it's mostly just, but it's mostly for like, and it's mostly for people to submit to be able to a place where people can listen to our podcast and submit Vex questions.
0: That's pretty cool. Do you, do you guys get ever any, like, so you guys take questions from, from fans and any like really, really kind of interesting ones. You're like, Oh, huh, we never even thought about that.
3: Like like,
2: like what? Like, like does what? money grow
0: from trees? Does money grow from trees?
2: We have not had that one, but, technically, I, it that does. One. but I really, <laughs> I really hope money does go from trees. That would be very useful. I need a money tree for that. If so,
0: yeah. we, have, we have a money tree. It's gotten big, but not always a bank account. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. But we have got some really interesting ones. Like what are all the parts in an iPad? I never thought about that before, but dad took it and it turned out to be really interesting.
0: So did you guys open up an iPad or you went online and saw like a YouTube video?
2: Yeah, we looked at the parts of an iPad while still not destroying our own. We I don't do. want to destroy our
0: iPad. <laughs> that's, that's a pretty good that one. Pretty sure.
2: trying, but I have a feeling if I did that, dad would be pretty mad. And <laughs> so would dad.
0: So Jeremy, let me, let me ask you this. I have a series of questions that I'd love to ask every guest on my show here. and I'm going to flip this one on its head a little bit here. What, you know, 10 years with this amazing creature to your side here, what would you say her superpower is? And we're not talking, Rasa, about flying or being invisible, but what does she
1: do that's so amazing that makes her shine so bright? Rasa has an amazing attitude, and she really does find the best in things. And it's quite contrary to my expectations of what it would be like to have a kid. And being a kid myself, I remember complaining a lot. And she really spins it to the positive so much. There's pure sunlight often in those conversations. It doesn't mean you have to be happy all the time, Rasa, or mm-hmm. you have to always say that I'm great or yeah. that mom's great. You are. As you can see, that <laughs> positive spin has just been such a wonder. And it it's inspiring to me. It just makes me want to have a better attitude myself instead of the kid kind of wearing me down and then having me wear other people down. She boosts me up and it that helps a lot. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And (laughs)
0: Rasa, what would you say about your dad? What's your dad's superpower? What makes, what makes your dad Jeremy so
2: awesome? Wow. There's a million things, but hmm, I think that a really amazing thing about dad is he's always just really kind. And like, I'm like, I'm too, and it's, and our yesterday, um, the weekend, it's kind of our day to on Sunday, it's kind of our day to clean the room, my room. And I didn't do it. Uh-oh. And then on that and then during the and then you the he goes, you need to clean your room. And I go, but I'm too tired. And he goes, I'm too tired to clean my room right now. And he goes, Okay, just clean it. Just clean it tomorrow. And he's just really kind like that, where he just oh. is really understanding and just does so many things where he's just, okay, I understand.
1: Well, now we have a professional relationship. I've got to have a coworker, you know, privileges. <laughs> you wouldn't just sort of, you know, yell and scold and say, I'm I'm not giving you your allowance to your uh, coworker. <laughs> so uh, I depend on her. So I think in some ways we have a more loving professional relationship and a more professional family relationship as a result of the podcast. I
0: love it. Now, Ross and Jeremy, do you ever, like, ask your mom questions? And she's like, save that for like the show. That's you, your guy saying. Like, have
3: you ever, like, made made your mom get on the show
2: or anything? Definitely. We've had an episode where she – where with my mom as a gift because so many people say, hey, you should put your mom on as a guest. Yeah.
1: She also did the – she's very busy. She's the executive director of a shelter for young mothers and children who mm-hmm. are homeless. So that's kind of a 24-7 job in a lot of ways, especially in this pandemic time. So she's, you know, had to keep going to work for sure. But she did have a special episode where she explained budgeting and budgets to us. And she also, uncredited, was our sound control person for the slime episode. Because, of course, I couldn't hold the mic. Because the hands make- were all
2: slimy. We were making slime. <laughs> And he, he was squishing, and he said, "Hey, Chrissy!" Of course, he called her Chrissy. I called her Mom. <laughs> go, go, hold the, go hold the phone and record us squishing the slime.
0: Oh, I I love and it, and I. And, I love it, and maybe maybe we'll have Mom on the on the show one day soon. Mom has a lot to a lot to share, and Ross and I think what's going to be incredible is you're going to look back on this show when you get older. You're going to grow up as a teenager, and yes, you'll always be close to your dad. But you know, you get older and you have other interests in life. So I think you're going to be, and this is why it's so important that we record these shows now and we have this technology. We're going to be able to look back,
3: memories,
0: right? We're going to be able to look back in in a few years. And say, wow, remember that all that good time we spent together before you were off doing other things with your, <laughs> with your friends and going I'm on new, on new old. adventures? <laughs>
3: <laughs> we're, we're,
0: we're, we're definitely getting old. Well, I wanna, I wanna thank you guys. And I think, Jeremy, that this is really awesome uh, and inspiring. And I love hearing your story together, and it's brought you guys so much closer together. Jeremy, I would love if you could share. You know, I love ending my shows on positivity. I would love if you could share. Um, one personal and, and one professional silver lining. We really didn't dig into your you know, career as a journalist, but how is this pandemic and how is this show in this time with your daughter really brought you together? I'd love if you could share a positive note on both fronts.
1: So as I said, the personal and the professional by doing this project with her have been pretty intertwined. And to me, the opportunity to flip that dynamic, as you said in the introduction so well, has been really special and just take it as an opportunity to receive as much as I'm giving and just don't have to rush into things, kind of be a little more patient, be a little more present and get to just witness how cool this kid is and how much I can learn from her. And amazing, that's awesome. And we get these beautiful notes from people with and without kids that love hearing ross's advice to me too she's definitely the star of the show so i like bottling that warmth and knowing i'm getting it in the moment and then other people are getting it when they listen it's
0: incredible to see these creatures and and (laughs) i talk about my friends too and i I don't know if you had a similar feeling you know when when her mom was pregnant with her you know as a new father you have this thought in your head What's my kid gonna be like? What are they gonna grow up into? What are they gonna look like? you know, thank God she looks like her mom. Uh, you know what, what, you know what and and they turn out to be these amazing smart, generous, um, empathetic, caring souls that resonate so much of, of what we wanted for them and pieces of us that we have. and it's absolutely incredible and beautiful to see this manifestation right here and I want to applaud you know, both you and your dad for, for putting in the time and putting in the work because this is work. It is work. It doesn't feel like work and it's fun, but you guys are really inspiring so many and you've inspired us to, I think we're going to try to do this at least once a week with each other, maybe not on camera, but, you know, try to make sure that we teach each other something. So thank you for inspiring us. And Jeremy, last but not least, and, and this question is, is for your dad, Rasa. Um, you know, you, you've you had, I'm sure, your ups and downs in lives and your struggles and your triumphs, and you've learned so many things. And now you have this beautiful creature here to inspire and, and motivate you. And I think I know the answer to this one, but I ask every guest on my show, Jeremy, what is your North Star? What is your compass in life that keeps you on the right
1: path? Wow. I think remembering that I might already have the outcome that all the work is supposed to be for. And if I'm with her, if I have my health, if we have good food, if I can feel sunlight on my skin through the window or any of those sort of pleasures, what is the point of all the work but to get to that? It doesn't mean not to keep working, but not to think, oh, I can't have it until I get to this end point to realize that maybe I'm already at the end point and every day to enjoy it as well as renew it. I love it. Rasa and
0: Nina, any anything else you want to say before we sign off here? Any you have any more questions or anything you want to say to Rasa?
3: Yes, yeah, yes I do.
0: Your mic, go for it.
3: How is it like to be in school for only two weeks? Well, and then like go like oh uh, and then like do homework for like five weeks.
0: Like what's a hybrid how how is it going from in and out of school? What's that like? Because Nina's in school right now.
2: Well, anyway, so I really, I do really like being in school two days a week. It is nice to see people. Yeah. <laughs> I do kind of, I do wish that, it w- I do wish that we were in school more because then I can just see so many more. I just really, I just miss and enjoy seeing people, seeing other kids. Yeah. Like you don't
3: really like to see people like see your friends that are not like you don't have on facetime or tax yeah.
0: oh exactly. i love it and and rasa one last question for you when we wrap up here do you think maybe you want to have your own show one day is that in the works
2: i don't know sounds fun why yeah. not
0: and what do you oh this is such a crazy question but what do you want to be when you grow up
2: I'm not sure. I have a bill. I have a lot of things I want to be. It would be fun to be an it would be fun to be an artist or someone that like crafts professionally. I also think it would be fun to be like an architect. I also think it would be fun to be a doctor. I also think it would be fun to I'm be awesome. someone that makes clothes because for some reason that just seems fun. Or yeah. make doll stuff because I enjoy playing with my doll and I think it would be fun to make all the teeny little things. Yeah. And yeah, no,
0: I think I think you could do all of those. You could be anything you want. Oh
2: yeah, and I also want to be a writer.
0: You could do every every single oh, one of those.
3: Maybe you could like mash them all together, and maybe
2: uh-huh. like do something
3: like uh-huh. you could like let's say you want to be I'd an artist, like librarian era. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's say you want to be an artist and a writer and someone who makes clothes and teeny so you could like make doll clothes that has like writing on it and that has lots of like artist colors
0: exactly you can make
3: it (laughs) well i don't know that would take a long time this is
0: this has been absolutely awesome guys i want to thank both of you for spending time with us jeremy so where could folks find your show where could they find out more about you guys where could they listen
2: um well they can listen of course if they go to youmustknoweverything.org
1: No oh, no, it's uh youmustknoweverything.com.
2: Okay. youmustknoweverything.com then you can find a link to all our episodes and also they're on Spotify and where else are they?
1: Apple Podcasts, Android Google stuff, <laughs> you know, Pandora, Amazon, everywhere that popular, popular podcast are, you can go, you must know everything youmustknoweverything.com is the base site with a lot of those links and also a place for people to submit their own vexing questions. If they want us to try to answer a question that they have on air. Yeah.
0: This has been awesome. And we will link everyone to the show. Jeremy Rasa, this has been great. Let's continue the conversation. Hang tight with me for one moment here and everyone listening. Thank you for joining us on a fun episode. What I love about, about this show is it's a canvas for for me as well. I get to experiment. We get to try new things. It's my creative outlet and why not? Jeremy and I said, let's do this. Let's come up with something. And I think it turned out really well. And I hope everyone listening um, enjoyed it. I mean, this is what it's all yeah. about. And yeah. any parents out there, new to be parents, hopefully this inspired you to find new ways to connect with your kids and learn more about them. Because sometimes life, you know, life moves fast. Yeah. And we forget to slow down before we look. Our kids are going to be
2: like old 16. in college. Out and the door and we need to cherish gray hair and wrinkles. Right? <laughs> exactly. Wrinkles.
0: And everybody, you know where to find our show. It's at the podcast.com. We're on all the social media channels. And if you love this show, please leave a rating review, share it with your friends. Remember, stay six feet apart, wash your hands, take care of each other, and catch us next week for another great episode of the podcast. Wisdom is forever, but for us, it's time to go.